I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on social media and shopping. Is it just me or do you feel like social media has gotten a lot less social lately and a lot more about shopping? You look at a picture, somebody's tagged or promoting whatever they're wearing. You go to look at some product, you think, oh, maybe this is interesting. And then they're asking you to buy it. It is a big and growing phenomenon. We have a great panel with us right now to break this all down and explain what's really happening, the new ways people are getting your money and the new ways that some very, very creative influencers are making their brands and starting their businesses and making their own money. So joining us for this conversation, Dr. Marcus Collins, he's a University of Michigan clinical marketing professor and the author of the book for the culture. Marcus, thank you so much for being with us again. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Thank you. And also making her Street Soldiers debut, Brittany Rose. She's an entrepreneur and social media influencer. Brittany, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We appreciate it. And also joining us is Asia Grace. She is a New York Post lifestyle reporter. Asia, great to have you back with us. No place I'd rather be. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, Marcus, in terms of the way social media is now being used for shopping and selling products, has it grown as much as it seems to have? I think it's grown more than we thought it would have been 10 years ago. The notion of buying things on social networking platforms seemed almost asinine to even think that would be a reality. But I think platforms and content creators alike have realized that people get cues from their people with regards to what they should be watching, what they should be listening to, and ultimately what they should be wearing, what they should be drinking, what they should be eating. So because this platform becomes a way by which we can observe our people that it makes itself, you know, it makes it very, very, a very seamless next step that this would be a place for commerce. Also platforms like Pinterest are probably kind of early to this realize that people were curing their interests on Pinterest, um, with, with consumption sort of in mind already. Right. And so for, so it became a very easy to turn of the page to enable uh, transactions uh, in in a, in a seamless way. So I, I would say 10 years ago, we didn't think this would be as possible as it is, but now it's quite commonplace. Asia, in terms of the uh, celebrity factor and those who've made it big on social media in terms of selling products or endorsing, I mean, we've seen celebrities have endorsed products forever, you know, even be wait before social media. But what do you see happening now as you look around this whole celebrity landscape? Well, social media has definitely evolved. It went from keeping up with old friends and family on Instagram and, and Facebook to keeping up with the Kardashians to now keeping up with an 18-year-old lifestyle influencer with 8.9 million followers and a BBL. Like this thing has gone out of hand. So the celebrity, as much as their face and their name attached to a product or an outfit or a brand is important. Now, social media is breeding its own ambassadors. TikTok stars are now, um, in addition to coming up with whatever it is they're promoting, they're be, being, becoming their own star. The ones with millions and millions of followers, the ones with mass influence, the ones that have you know, presence on multiple platforms, they're now becoming their social media celebrities that we didn't have you know, decades pass. So um, the celebrities definitely do have their place. I mean, my girl Haley Bieber cannot sneeze in a tissue without 45 million girls finding that exact brand of tissue, the color of lipstick that she used while puckering to sneeze, and the brand of dust that was in the air that made her sneeze. They all want what she has. Selena Gomez, Cardi B, Lori Harvey, with guys uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, so many 
celebrities are out there and they're definitely drawing the eyes. Absolutely. But it's very interesting to see how TikTok and Instagram so and YouTube stars are also now becoming the promoters of the items that they're promoting. They're selling. Exactly. Brittany, you, you are one of the influencers that's, that you started your own brand. And tell, it, tell us how that came about. And congratulations on all success, by the way. Really. Thank you. So I actually never intended to have a business, funny enough. Um, I actually was on social media for about two or three weeks. In January 2021 uh, was my first viral video of one of the hair products that I have on my website. I got like four and a half million views and I never intended to sell it. But for months on end, I kept getting like 70, 80, 90,000 followers on TikTok and people asked me to sell it. And so I started selling it and I made a couple hundred. They sold out within minutes. And so for the next two years, I've just been growing my business as I've been growing social media. And so honestly, it's just really about the audience that I have and them seeing me and my journey and they can see the authenticity because they can see me behind the business that I really like it's really helped me become successful. So that's crazy. Were you, su were you surprised? I mean, to get into the millions of followers, like just within a matter of weeks? Yes. Like it, it's insane. Like in today's you know, world with social media, it is so easy to gain followers. I remember even on YouTube, I gained like 100,000 followers in just a month. So it's all about learning how social media works and learning how to be relatable to an audience of people, especially if you have a brand and want them to purchase your products. It's all about just authenticity and also just studying how social media and the algorithm works. So now are you full-time, you full-time running your business or what's going on? Yes, I full-time run a natural rose. We recently have just moved from me making the products myself and packaging the orders to actually having a professional manufacturer. So we're coming out with a full line that's exciting. And also I'm now a full-time influencer with like seven social media platforms all combined. So it's definitely crazy. That is unbelievable. And so so no more making the, you know, loading up the bottles of shampoo and hair products. No more. I just did <laughs> not think of the method. I'm like, oh, she's really doing this. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to find out more. Would you have you bought something on social media? Would you? Uh, we'll find out when we come back. Stay with us. Yeah, yeah. What up, what up, what up? This is Styles P, the Ghost, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97. Yeah, Ghost told you so. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers on social media and shopping. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We have a great panel to talk about this topic. Have you ever bought anything on social media? How was it? Did you like it? What do you think about it? Are you influenced to buy products by influencers you see using them and promoting them? Think about that. We've got the panel with us. Uh, Dr. Marcus Collins, he's a University of Michigan clinical marketing professor and author of the book, For the Culture. We also have with us Asia Grace. She's a lifestyle reporter for the New York Post. And we also have a social media phenomenon influencer and a businesswoman, entrepreneur, Brittany Rose. Her product line is called A Natural Rose. And uh, she started out on social media and, and now has a full-scale business, along with millions of followers. Um, thank you all for being with us. We, we really appreciate it. Um, Asia, in, in terms of Brittany's story, people look at that, and that's what everybody's aspiring to. Let's get millions of followers. Let's get the brand out there. How hard is that to do? Well, I ran my own business prior to working for The Post, so I understand that it can be very difficult to, you know, 
create that space for yourself. Social media is extremely cluttered. And there are people like Brittany who are successful and they have those viral hits where they put the video up and all of a sudden they become an overnight success and a, a phenomenon. But there's very few that really have that. So people need to realize that when you're on social media, whether you're shopping or whether you're selling, there's going to be constant product promotion. Like you're constantly either being pumped to buy something, primed to buy something, or as a seller, you're always having to put something out. You always have to keep your product in the forefront of everyone's mind. You have to, again, attach a celebrity to it. Make sure that you're in the post explaining why it's viral, why it's hot, why it's good. the dress is going to snatch you like no other dress or the hair product is going to make your hair long that like Rapunzel. You know, you got to always kind of keep your product in the in the mix in order to have viral success. So it's definitely a business on both sides. The consumer is, you know, constantly being influenced and the promoter is constantly having to pump it out and getting it's like a, it's like a non-stop thing Brittany what about that like a non-stop lifestyle for you because this is happening this is like basically like three years yeah so it's definitely been a journey um especially because with a natural I used to do a lot of my marketing and promotion just on my personal pages and then I realized it's more efficient and more effective to have more social media platforms. So now I have two TikToks, two Instagrams, two YouTubes, and a Facebook that I have to be posting on every, I want to say every other day. So it's definitely a lot. Um, but I have learned that it is extremely beneficial to be consistent on social media. It's extremely beneficial to learn about social media. And um, like Asia was saying, with um, constantly pumping things out, that's really how the algorithm works. Like you can go on TikTok and if you see a video of a viral jumpsuit, and you like it, TikTok's gonna keep showing you that video over and over and over again. And then what I found is when you buy it, because I'm an impulse buyer, when you buy it, you end up not seeing it anymore. So it's definitely very strategic. So, oh wow, Marcus, what about that? The psychology, the psychology of of shopping on social media. I think there's two things to think about. There's one that will these social platforms. They are places where people are social. What does that mean? That means that people are able to interact with people. If we go back in time to Tupperware, for instance, Tupperware was sold through social gatherings. People right. came into town, they gather all their friends or their other you know, wives in, in, in the town, and someone came in and they sold product and people bought it because other people bought it. And what we find in social networking platforms is that they are extensions of our real life social networks. And in this way, we're able to see our people engage and we go, oh, I guess people like me do something like this and therefore I'm inclined to do it. I'm inclined to buy it. And if there's a moment of truth that's enabled for me, that is the technology facilitates the ability to buy right now through an impulse way. I mean, I did really funny, like, you know, we're all impulse buyers, right? Like remove points of friction and I'm going to buy, right? Uh, Amazon knows this very, very well. Right, like they have your credit card, they have your shipping address, they have all of that right there. You don't have to type it in every single time. It's right. The one, they're the one click buy that you say buy right now. There's no other steps. Buy right now. Even on your iPad, there's the swipe to buy right now. I actually patent that technology. So the technology is designed to make the consumption process very slippery, very lubricated. And we have these psychological things that are, that are contributing to it that we want to be like our people and observing them and providing a very slippery way for us to consume makes for very, very able consumers. Brittany, do you look at things when you're buying things for yourself? Do you look at it, look at people's posts differently now because of what you do in your business? Um, yes and no. Um, I 
it's it's very interesting because if I look at it from the business standpoint, I know, okay, this person said this in the first two seconds of the video to make me want to watch it. And then they kept the clip short for the rest of the video. So I would stay engaged and not get bored. And then on, for example, on TikTok or on Instagram, you can tag the product so I can look at the product while I'm watching the video. I can look at the comments while watching that and I can just see how it's all structured as a business owner for me to buy it. But then sometimes as a human being, I'm like, okay. I get caught up in the, like he said, the psychology of it too. Where I'm like, oh, this looks cool. Click, buy now. And that, and then I had it. So it's kind of half and half. Right. And then you, you leave like like on Instagram, your, 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 your payment information, you can keep your payment information right back. Right. So, so it's almost, it's like Amazon of, of social media. Asia, what about like, are there certain types of things that you think do better or become more popular? Like the hair care products for women of color, that's a very specific thing and it's also something where I, I think there's a lot of products out there but women find there's only certain few that really actually get get the job done are there certain things that you think do better than others well of course there's always going to be like the stanley cup the skims kardashian the kim kardashian brand of skims you know her outfits are you know things that are going to make your life easier but what i've noticed that the things that really go viral and take off are like the uglier like off-center things because it's it's kind of like this i don't want to miss out on this moment this trend like if you think about those really ugly uh red cartoon like super mario boots that went viral earlier this year they went like for like 350 dollars and everybody had to have them every rapper and then their baby mamas had them but it's like that had a moment and it came and it went but they go viral so quickly because it's so outlandish it's like we're trying to find our own voice if you will in this this uh sea of you know, one voice, like we're all kind of beating to the same drum. And that drum is being orchestrated by these social media algorithms telling us you better have, you better buy, you better grab, you better shop. And we want to get the thing because we don't want to have that missing out moment. We don't want that FOMO. So we grab these ugly, crazy, outlandish things thinking, OK, we fit in and then the trend moves on and something. And now we have something else. So we're just on this constant, you know, merry-go-round of things to buy um but of course again the celebrity brands are always going to be king anything with a, a name attached to it is going or anything that a celebrity is pumping is definitely going to be number one it's going, it's going to be a big thing um Brittany you talk about you talk about authenticity like people saw you you know like we saw you in your kitchen there we saw you trying the products talking about what it's doing to your hair how important is it on social media for you to because there's so many you can get direct comments you can get criticism like instantly how important is it for you to make sure that the product does what it says it's going to do i think it's extremely important especially because there is a little bit of a stereotype surrounding influencers and promoting products because sometimes it comes out that influencers are being honest about certain things or like sometimes i for me when i would work with wig companies before they would send like the they would send me a really good wig, but then they would send the customers that bought it from me like a really, you know, bad quality unit. Oh, and wow. Not, yeah, it would kind of be that. So it's very important that I make sure that what I'm presenting on social media actually comes across in person. And of course, with advertisement, things need to be a certain way for people to buy it, but just making sure there's not a huge gap between what you see on the video versus what you see. And also, I think with authenticity and me showing my journey and using the product for years, people can kind of see like, this not a scam. It's it's the real deal. It's gonna help you with hair growth and the real and the real thing. I think there's something really interesting there. The thing that both Asia and Brittany are saying, and Asia's sitting on this point that you feel like you got to do it, and Brittany's talking about this point that it feels like this is what people like me do, right? That there's context. Right. I think what's happening here is there there are certain kind of consumption uh, patterns 
that have a greater tendency to show up on social networking platforms. Things that are communal, that is things that like, oh, if I'm a sneakerhead, someone's rocking certain kind of sneakers, I feel like, oh, that's what something like people like me do. I think the things that are much more conspicuous, they're much more visible that we can see. Like I've never seen an ad for uh, for Yeti uh, coolers ever in my life, but I've seen people <laughs> post about their Yeti coolers. Exactly, right? Never seen an ad for, but I see these things everywhere, right? Yeah. It's because it's in my newsfeed. It's in, it's what people are doing, right? So these things that are typically not very visible are much more conspicuous because we're constantly capturing our lives. We are taking snapshots of our daily living. Like I know what's in your background. So I know like, oh, you got two kids. I can see that. And, and you, you've gone here and you do those things. So there's so much about us that that's being brought forward. And the third thing is that when things feel curated, right? I, I love that Asia said that, you know, um, used to be keeping up with the Joneses, now it's keeping up with the Kardashians. And it's this notion that by aspiring high to how we signal our identity are ways by which we uh, establish where we are in the social hierarchy among our friends, right? Right. So we see people live very curated lives and go, okay, that's the signal for me. And that means I that kind of thing I need, I need that kind of aesthetic, I need that kind of product, I need that kind of thing. And when it's communal, when it is conspicuous, and when it's curated, it increases the likelihood of us consuming. Like I, I know Brittany kills it, right? But Brittany's not like hocking batteries, right? Right. Not very conspicuous. Well, that you see a beautiful woman with beautiful hair, and she's got this, you know, great product that really works. What's not? What's not to what? Brittany, were you? Are you, where are you in in terms of the celebrity factor? You become a celebrity because of this. But it's like, can you go into a mall, or can you like go to a restaurant, or do pe are people coming up to you and? Taught, like, do they recognize you like that off the social media? Yes, I've had a couple, especially since I just moved to Atlanta. I've definitely had uh, quite a few instances where people are like, oh, I saw your videos or I bought your products or this, that, and that. So it's really cool to see it transfer into real life because, I don't know, it's very weird. Like, in my head, I know I have a lot of followers, but in real life, I don't feel like that. So when somebody comes up to me, I'm like, oh, wow, you actually see me on social media or like with my family. I'm like, oh, wow, you you would see my videos. That's interesting. So it's really nice to see it in person. What about men versus women? Asia, like do celebrity guys do well as influencers selling things on social media? They actually do. I think that, again, we're all aspiring to be that hot guy like a Ronaldo or that cool guy like Dwayne Wayne, don't, excuse me, Dwayne Johnson or whoever I might be. We want to really, you know, men as as well as women, we, everyone is trying to to reach that level, as as Marcus mentioned. And I mean, there was a recent study, I believe it was in June of this year, that showed that 85% um, of men and 86% of women admit that social media does definitely have a, you know, cold weight when they're making their shopping purchases, their shopping decisions. So we're very influenced. We are a, a society that cannot like detach itself. And just back to Brittany's point about being authentic, I think that is super important. I think that uh, companies now, brands now are, are realizing that if your product doesn't deliver, if it's poorly made, if it is cheap, it's going to be dragged through the streets like Queen Cersei in the Game of Thrones. Like we as a society do not play anymore. And we have social media that we kind of weaponized. So it's a good thing that we're able to use social media to give honest reviews and to make these purchases and to do the things that we want to do um, when we see what we like on social media. But we just got to be careful that we're making the decision for ourselves and not just out of impulse or FOMO. Marcus, what about how valuable is it for, for people selling products or pushing products, you know, the out the you know, independent companies or whatever 
to they already have kind of a pre their pre-selected market like ready market right there well, I mean, this is why D2C, direct-to-consumer, has been such a disruptive force in in regards to, to commerce, regards to retail, right? To go directly to my consumer, my potential consumer, removes all the arbitrage. And that's really sort of the promise of the internet, right? Just like all technology, it's to provide greater democratization for people to get access to things, right? So that the Britons of the world can say, I have an idea. I have a point of view about the world. I'm going to use this, use this platform as a way to communicate myself and hopefully, prayerfully, inshallah, that people would hear it and go, oh man, she looks like me. I see myself in her, like her story. I buy into it. I think it's real. There's no, yes, is that a secret why the, the word of the year, according to Merriam Webster, is authenticity? Because we're looking for reality in a world of deep fake, in a world of AI, we're looking for some truth. And Brittany presents truth. And as a result, we're more inclined to buy. Yeah. And people are responding to tell other people too. Because Brittany, it's like people see you actually doing the work. They see you use the product. They see the results. And that's a whole lot different than having having a model with a company. You don't, you don't know like how many stylists are there, how many people are there. It's like you you in your kitchen, basically. Yes. And I've noticed that just in general on social media, like, the videos are someone just like wakes up and they get on camera and they're like, hey guys, uh, those tend to do a lot better than videos. Like I spent hours editing a video and it like does terrible. And then I get on social media and just make something real quick and it goes viral. So people like that, you're just like me, sort of what they can see through the video. Yeah, and I think that that's a trend, uh, that's a trend of, in music too as well. It's, it's just uh, things that are too produced, people don't seem to trust. That's what, you know, that, that's the way it is. I've had it with news. I'll do it. We'll work hours and hours and hours on a news package, but it'll be the, it'll be the 45 second video that I'm taking around the streets, just narrating or whatever with no cuts that, yeah, that people respond to even more. That that's a, de that's a definite trend. We're going to continue our conversation about social media and shopping. Stay with us. We'll be back right after this. Hey, what up y'all? This is Lloyd, the King of Hearts, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 9-7. You did. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers on social media and shopping. Social media replacing them all. That's what we're asking our guests right now. Joining us for this conversation, Dr. Marcus Collins. He's a University of Michigan clinical marketing professor and author of the book, for the culture. Also with us is Asia Grace. She's a New York Post lifestyle reporter. And also joining us is Brittany Rose. She is the an entrepreneur, president and CEO, I'm guessing, of A Natural Rose. That's her uh, product line, social media influencer, and just built this incredible business in just several short uh, years. Thank you all so much for, for being with us. Brittany, do you find different customers buy different things based on the, the platform that you're on? Or how does that work? Absolutely. There is a difference. So currently we sell on TikTok shop, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And it's a, it's a completely um, different for each platform. Um, I will say that on TikTok, typically we get more younger people between like 18 to like my age, 24, 25. And then YouTube, especially like with Facebook and Instagram, you typically get um, people in their like 30s and 40s more older. And it, it's definitely different with the type of content that you can post so for example with tiktok um it's more like long form real wake up nothing 
polished or anything like that. But then on Instagram, it's more like short videos that are very aesthetic and that make you feel like you want to get this newer lifestyle. So it's definitely different. Um, I've We just started selling on TikTok in September and it's definitely, it's a new platform and it's definitely very tricky to navigate for sellers. They are really trying to compete with um, other shopping platforms that are very popular. So they're kind of putting the pressure on sellers. But once you learn it and navigate it, you can, de- like I've seen so many small businesses just blow up because they had somebody post a video of their product just randomly and it got millions of views and now they're like, a huge company so it's definitely a good platform and there's definitely a difference between them and then what about the you do you sell on youtube too you said how what is yes. what's that like um so basically uh you just kind of can set it up to where you have your products on your channel and also with sort of like with tiktok shop and with instagram um other people can like make videos and like tag your products and then like they'll receive a commission so that's a great way for creators to kind of get into the shopping space which i've seen more and more now because it pays more than brand deals and other things like that so oh that's that's cool asia what about the um do people look to social media for the trends or do they look to it to make sure they're not missing out on the trend 100 percent. people want to not only be a part of the trend they want to be on like the cutting edge of the trend they want to be ahead of the trend so they're looking on social media to see what their favorite celebrity or their favorite influencer is doing wearing eating buying whatever it might be because they want to also be in that first wave of oh my god this is now the new viral trend before i write about it they want to already be on it and it's interesting to see how people will try to start trends in order to you know maybe be that first person um it doesn't always happen sometimes it does for people sometimes it doesn't but um that is also part of the impulse is also wanting to be viral and a part of something viral and in 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 the the conversation of the viral thing you want to be in it and not catching up to it exactly marcus what about uh is is there a danger with like some of the things especially on instagram you see they'll be like they'll be like a woman very attractive going to an event or whatever and there's like six or seven tags underneath it of this one did the makeup this one did the hair does like something totally unattainable for the average you know for 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 the average working woman is there a danger of people trying to outdo it that kind of cancels out the authenticity? Well, we've noticed or we've seen in research that suggests that there's high toxicity on platforms like Instagram because people are comparing themselves to an idealized version of themselves. And the truth of the matter is that this isn't new news, right? Like we've seen this in, in advertising. You know, we'd see models on in movies and go, I want to look like that. And it's like, well, you know, that person has a trainer and they have a cook. And they get paid to look good. And there's someone making them up in the whole nine. Like that's not a naturally obtainable thing. But that's a rational, that's a rational argument. And what we're talking about here is the irrational. We're not rational human beings, rationalizing human beings. We are driven by our emotional uh, uh, catalyst, right? What, right. what is evoked. And we kind of set aside all the the, the realities of, of, uh, of, of the world when we feel a certain way about things. So it could be a laundry list of people that went into making that person looks good, look good. doesn't matter. I want to look like that person because I know what it means to other people as social animals by nature, as Aristotle puts it, we are bound to living in community. And by doing that, we are constantly comparing ourselves to other people and whatever is the best version of us as a collective. That's what I aspire to be regardless of what it takes to get there. Which is why, you know, people get BDLs and do this and tuck that and move this and move that in an effort to meet a certain standard uh, and sort of an archetype, an archetype of the aesthetic of what it means to be us. 
Exactly. Brittany, tell us a little bit more about your journey as an entrepreneur. Like how, how tough was that to go from being in, doing it in your kitchen to actually getting a factory or you know place that they're ma- a manufacturing spot? How did that happen? So at first, I was actually in medical school. So when I started my business, well, so that I had planned to be a doctor, but clearly that did not happen. <laughs> but um, so during that time, I would just be in my little apartment, you know, making my stuff like three, four hundred a month. I would sell out within three days. And then the next month I would do it whenever I had time. So it's kind of like a once a like three days out of the month thing. And then once I decided to leave med school to pursue my business full time, I went into full stop. I expanded my line to a couple more products and I saw the video, the videos of me, you know, making it and doing all that. That was kind of my life for a year. But it just got to the point where I was making like hundreds, sometimes thousands of products a month by myself and then packaging that same amount of order. And I was like, okay, I had to do something different because we would always sell out. And so that's when I moved to Atlanta, got a manufacturer, got a warehouse with a packaging team to where like now we can do three, four, five thousand orders a month. And it's not all on me. So it's definitely been a journey. But again, with social media, I just the more I've grown my platforms and the more I've really dedicated time to growing not just followers, but a community of people and an audience of people around me who follow me for my hair and my hair journey and my honesty and authenticity about hair growth, especially for women of color, then that that kind of has helped me be successful with my business. I'm just very blessed. I love this story so mm-hmm. much. I mean, I really, I mean, every time I'm talking, I'm like, oh, this is so amazing. <laughs> what I think is so cool about that is that, again, it is, it is an evidencing what technology is supposed to do. It's supposed to create opportunity. And for for some people, the only option they have for social mobility is to be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer, right? And Brittany's on the road to be a doctor. And here is a new platform that wasn't available to us 20 years ago, 30 years ago, to completely change her life, right? To give her options that typically have only been reserved for people of privilege, right? Like right? that's the power of the technology. Yeah, does it have negative consequences? Absolutely, one thousand percent, right? But we can't ignore the 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 way that it's impacted industry to create new avenues for people to live the life of privilege that had only typically historically been available to people of a privileged background. No, absolutely, because we Asia, we've seen because we've seen we've seen a lot of social media celebrities. And that that have emerged in their in their early twenties, making a lot of money. Absolutely, I mean, social media is king. Video is king. You know, now that we can actually show ourselves, as Brittany mentioned, making the product or trying on the dress or doing the hair or cooking the whatever it might be. You know, it's definitely moved uh, the the needle for a lot of people. It's opened up doors. It's given people voices and platforms that we didn't ever expect to have and it's been a blessing for a lot of disenfranchised groups a lot of minority groups um and just as just going back to marcus's point earlier about the psychology also we also have to mention that um you know we're seeing these celebrities as you mentioned lisa being tagged they're tagging their stylists and their the shoes and the this and the that and the, all right we so social media has driven us so much that we've made knockoffs cool again where before several years ago you couldn't wear a knockoff without getting trashed and now dupes is how we rebranded knockoff because we want to look like that kim k we want to look like Lori harvey we want to look like you know selena gomez so badly we might not be able to get the prada shirt they have but we can get the prada shirt that you know someone is selling on amazon so the psychology is really incredible on, on 
in addition to the benefit there is, it's just interesting to see how the world is so committed to looking look, hard and like a, like a look or something, like a look or a style right. like that. Um, Brit Brittany, did you have people around you as you were like deciding to leave medical school, which is very hard to get into for anybody? Um, and, and doing that and say, say to you, no, 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 stay in school, stay in school. What are you doing? This could be gone tomorrow. Did you have any people around like that that were kind of doubters? So my family is extremely supportive, but like, you know, my parents are of an older generation. So they are like, we trust you, but we don't really understand this social media thing. And my dad has experience um, as a business owner. So he's like, you know, business is up and down. Are you sure that that? But I'm just very grateful that my family was extremely supportive, especially when they just did not understand. But now that a year has passed and they can kind of see what I'm doing, they are like happy with it. But when when it was, you know, hard and I didn't really know how things were gonna work out, they were very um supportive. So I'm very grateful for them. No, oh, that's that's fantastic. And then have you had any negative experiences with social media with people trying to knock you off or, or copy you or whatever? Yes. Um, so of course with social media and with a lot of followers does come negativity in all forms and people thinking I'm lying about how long my hair is or um, lying about what's in the products or you know just all that even when I made my announcement that I was leaving medical school I had people saying no stay in school you're gonna fail this that and that so it, it's definitely a balance you have to learn how to understand what's actually constructive criticism and what's just trolls and know how to ignore that so like I've had points on social media where I've literally just been like I'm going to turn my comments off because I just cannot do this. <laughs> and I have points where I'm like, okay, I can look at it and not just ignore it or delete and blocking. I believe in delete and blocking. So it is it's definitely a balance. <laughs> no, you know, you have to do that. Um, Asia, what about that? That Because that's a pressure for a lot of celebrities too, is like just the comments. 100%. I mean, I think it was either Rihanna, uh, Beyonce or Kim. One of them said, like, don't read the comments. And like, that's the the motto I live my life by. Sometimes when I put out stuff there, whether that's for the post or my own personal, sometimes you just don't need to hear the noise. But when you're running a business, it is sometimes good to read the comments for the feedback. If somebody's right. saying, well, hey, you know, I got mine and it didn't do X, Y and Z. You know, as a business owner, you want to know that even as a brand ambassador, if you're the celebrity or the TikTok influencer promoting something, you kind of do need to get the criticism you know chew the fat spit off the bones but you definitely want to know how the product is being perceived so the negative comments even though social media can be extreme sometimes they do actually help us in our whole consumerism tiktok world that we're in now the reality of that is that that same kind of dynamic happens offline too right the same pe the same way people will be supportive of a decision you make be like nah that's gonna fail it ain't gonna work same thing happens right like the same thing happens on Instagram, the same thing that happens at the Phantom Reunion. These things, because because the technologies are only extending human behavior, right? There's a, a, a great philosopher named Marshall McLuhan said that technology merely extends human behavior. Glasses, extensions of the eyes. Clothes, extensions of the skin. Uh, 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 wheels, extensions of the foot. Social networking platforms are the exact same thing. So the things that we see happening online, they are just accelerated hyperbole of what we do in humanity. No, exactly. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to ask our guests to give us some advice about all of this. Stay with us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Salute. This is General Steele from Smith & Wesson. And right now you're listening to Street Soldiers with your girl, Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers on social media and shopping. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Joining us for this conversation, Dr. Marcus Collins. He's a University of Michigan professor 
and author of the book For the Culture. Also with us is Asia Grace. She's a New York Post lifestyle reporter. And also joining us for the first time, entrepreneur Brittany Rose. She's a social media influencer, has her own company called A Natural Rose of Hair Care Products. And thank you guys all for being with us. We, we really, really appreciate it. Let's talk about some do's and don'ts for would-be social media entrepreneurs. Um, Marcus, any any bad any bad ones or any things people things people should avoid? Because there are there are some scammers out there too. Well, of course, uh, I'd say if you are a an entrepreneur and you're using these platforms, do be authentic, do be honest, and do be human. Um, what not to do is the antithesis of that. Right? Don't sell people. Um, you know, don't hit them over the head and don't lie. Because what happens is that you may fool the first couple people, but you better believe they're going to light you up once they get their product and realize their product is is not what you said it was going to be. And you're going to feel it. So you want to make decisions today that's going to affect you tomorrow as opposed to thinking in the short term. And that goes for entrepreneurs and brands alike. Uh, for brands like that. Brittany, what would you tell people who are looking at you right now going like, wow, I have an idea. I really want to try it. What would you tell them? Um, I feel like on social media as an uh, entrepreneur, you have to be extremely careful because all it takes is one person to make a video. The algorithm says, hey, we're going to make this go viral and you're done. Like, because I've seen that happen to a lot of businesses from bad customer service to just bad product quality. So I definitely will say just to make sure, like I um, mentioned, a, a community, like build your business around a group of people who know you, who can see the real you, like me being an influencer and sharing my personal life, sharing day in the lives and what it's like to be an entrepreneur entrepreneur and things like that helped me to have again more authenticity with my business so people know like this line is not something that she's doing just to make money, especially because they know my story. I started out as an influencer before I started my business. So right. it's like that. So I definitely say like you're saying, make sure that you are extremely authentic. Um and just make sure that you are presenting just a very genuine personality and just you don't want to sound like you just want people to buy it just like that like you're using your audience or using your followers um in order to pay your bills right you want to make sure they understand like for me i want my followers to make sure they know i care about your hair i've been where i thought i couldn't grow my hair because it's a black woman that's what we're told growing up and now i care about making sure that others know that's not true and providing products and providing methods and providing tips to help them be able to get where i am so again it's just all honestly just about authenticity honesty and I, like I, everything honesty is the is the best policy for sure asia, asia but there's some people there there's some people with big names that try products but they don't really take off 100%. I mean, I'll be the first to admit that I'm very influenced, okay? If I'm swiping and I see it and I like it, I'm going to buy it, okay? So I'm putting that out there. But I noticed that when I that happens to me, um, it's the people that are, it's the ABC method, I call it, the always be creative, always be consistent, always be clickable, okay? Because clicks equal coins. So yes, the celebrities might put it out there, but if it's not done creatively, if I receive it and it's like uh, inconsistent with what I've been told or the the videos, you know, they're they're not really following up. There's no there's no meat behind what what's being promised here. And if it's not clickable, if I see it and they're taking a, an, an hour to introduce themselves and not telling what the product is, I'm just going to keep swiping. So there's definitely an ABC to this whole TikTok social media shopping thing. And I think that we as consumers and them as celebrities and influencers should really adopt that. <laughs> 
Do you think it's going to replace it? I mean, it's already replaced some shopping, but do you think it's going to replace, we'll ask all three of you, um, just regular shopping of going into a store? Marcus, real quick. I don't know if it will completely uh, obliterate it, but it's certainly eroding it. I mean, you can see department stores like Macy's year over year decline, year over year massive decline because we can get access to those things in faster ways. So if your retail offering, if your value proposition is just about convenience, then you're going to get out convenience when it comes to the internet, when it comes to places where I already reside. Where it's going to be like that. Brittany, what about for you, what about for you in, in terms of the, the, the shopping experience? It saves women trying to go to a store, trying to find out these, find these products, right? I, I think that online shopping, it's definitely in competition, but I just looking at my niche with the natural hair care lines, like the biggest ones in the market today, they're all in retail. So I do think that it is important to be in person because also with online shopping, there's a caveat, like with shipping, things get lost and things get damaged and with returns and things like that. Some, some things are just easier and more convenient in person that you're never going to get online. But I definitely think that if, if you're trying to be an entrepreneur, definitely you should be online for sure because it's it's definitely making its way. It's the whole thing. Asia, here to social media shopping, here to stay? I believe so. I mean, after, during the pandemic, a lot of people only had social media and right. they might not have been shopping as heavily on TikTok, but there was still Facebook Marketplace. There was still Amazon. People were just impulse buying or just boredom buying because they were stuck in the house. And now that's become somewhat of a comfort. So now that we're out of the pandemic and can go to stores, people are still preferring to shop online. And a lot of the times, just as Brittany said, a lot of things are in store, but there's a lot of things online that you can't get in store or that are not in your region or that are not made in America. You have to have it shipped from somewhere. So I do think that online retail is going to continue just kind of booming and blossoming. And I can't say that stores and malls are going to go away forever. That would just damage my whole childhood because I was a mall girly. <laughs> but I do think that social media and, and online shopping is definitely gaining on what we're used to. All right. We'll see what happens in the future. I want to thank you all for being with us uh, for this episode of Street Soldiers. Dr. Marcus Collins, Asia Grace, Brittany Rose, thank you all for being with us. And thank you for joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace, love, and justice for all.